Hey, what's up, everyone? Hope everyone is doing well. It is currently Tuesday. It is officially my first day of the week going back to work after um, after my vacation. Um, hope you guys are all doing well. Um, I was going to go ahead and talk a little bit about nursing today. Excuse the background noise. I have like my video games playing in the background. Yes, I am you know, 39 years old or I'm older and I'm still playing video games because it is stress relieving for me. And that brings me to my um, my discussion uh, regarding my experiences in nursing school. And if you are already in, um, I don't know if it was on this podcast or another podcast, but I was talking about how difficult it was to get into school. But if you are already in school, you're super excited, you're super prepared, you want to go ahead and um, start your classes as soon as you can so you can get your degree, you can get your career started, um, start enjoying the job that you're doing and getting paid for it. Um, great. Um, the thing is, is though, keep in mind that in nursing school, they expect you to know everything, okay? And it is not, it is not possible, okay? Um, before I continue on with this, I want to say that um, you guys, this, uh, this podcast is just my experiences, my thoughts on things. This does not reflect me or my company. Um, make sure that if you guys do have questions about that, you seek someone that is, um, that is able to provide you answers and that are trained to do so. This is just my personal experience. Don't take this as, um, the all true and must be, um, advice, uh, this is just uh, what I've gone through, what I've experienced. And when I went through nursing school, it was nothing but anxiety. Like I said, they expect you to know everything. Okay, don't be overwhelmed. You are not going to know everything. Okay, there's going to be people in your class who come from all different backgrounds. If you're in the RN program, you're going to have people that were CNAs. You're going to have people that were... Um, that were RNs in a different country. And a lot of the times you're going to be in the class with people that were doctors from another country, believe it or not. Um, and that's very, very common. Okay. So you're going to see a lot of that. Um, and, you know, don't be discouraged. Don't feel like you're behind. Uh, you know, you're going to, you're all, the way I like to think about it is at one point you are all not, you're all going to be in a situation throughout your program where all of you guys are going to reach the same plateau. So, um, in my experience, I did not have any bedside experience at all. I didn't know anything about the healthcare field. Okay. I didn't know a single thing regarding nursing, what it entailed. I just knew that you would treat someone, you administer medications, procedures, and then that was the gist of it. Stuff I've seen on TV or I've heard people talk about, and it sounded exciting. Um, and so if you're coming from like my background, I, my background was nothing but retail and IT work. And I didn't have that experience that everyone else had. Some people had bedside because they were CNAs before, so they knew how to do bedside care. Some people were LVNs, so they knew about meds, bedside care, um, what it was like working in the hospital. And then other people, they've, in a, like I said, in other countries, they were providers, they were nurses. And so they're familiar with it. And it's going to be discouraging because you're going to be taking tests and you're going to be like, dude, I don't know anything. Why am I not getting this? Um, it, and you're gonna, you're gonna reach that level where all of you will not know any more than one another because you're all studying to be nurses. Okay. That's the best way I can phrase to think about it because before it was very discouraging knowing that everyone in my class had some kind of CNA experience, MA experience, NA experience, LVN experience, RN experience, 
despite being in the RN program, like it was very, very, very discouraging for me because I'm like, why am I the one that's not getting this? Um, halfway through the program, we all reached this area where, you know, I was able to answer questions that some other people weren't getting. And that was because I was reading the book. I was looking at the material and I still kept with it. Um, but like I said, they want you to know everything, but you can't possibly know everything. What you do need to, uh, what you do need to do is, you know, focus on um, the important aspects, the main gist of each and every single one of the sections. You're going to have a rotation with OB, with PEDS. You're going to have a rotation in med surge, and that's going to be, in in my opinion, med surge was the biggest rotation the longest and the biggest rotation because we put in the most hours there you do everything you get every single kind of patient um which is nuts <clears throat> um and that's where you're gonna you're gonna gain your experience you're also gonna gain your experience from the nurses so when you enter the program you can either do two things okay or you can do three things one you can suck up to the teacher and you can freaking kick rocks in chill with them in the back room and just bullshit around so you don't have to do anything. Okay. That's the lazy way to do things <clears throat> Two, you can avoid um, having to do anything except for pass meds. Cause everyone wants to pass a med. Everyone wants to put in an IV. Everyone wants to start a line. You know, everyone wants to do all that stuff, but no one wants to do the backbreaking labor of wiping a butt, rotating a patient um, who's three or four times your weight. Um, using the using the lift, um, no one wants to bathe their feet a patient, you know, and that's you know that's the basis of that's the basis of nursing, dude. That's that's customer care right there, man. Um, and if you don't learn how to do that, you're gonna be in trouble because if all you learned how to do was pass meds, um, and you were you learned how to do all the procedures and all that, but you didn't learn how to do bedside manner, that's gonna screw you up. Okay, um, uh, I had a uh, there was a couple of people that I knew who had no idea um, that until we're done with the program um, that because I guess they they teach you in school, you're going to delegate. OK, they're going to teach you in school. You're going to delegate. And that's the truth. You will delegate you if you're an R, if you're doing your RN, you're going to delegate. You're going to delegate your your um, your LVN or you're going to delegate your your CNAs, your MAs, your NAs to do certain tasks. Now, that's that's what we would like to think what would always happen. But a lot of the times in a lot of different facilities, there are not enough CNAs. It's a hard job and there's not enough CNAs to cover the floor um, and you're expected to do the bedside. So um, if a patient is a fully is is non ambulatory, you're going to be expected to do it. I mean, you can't just wait for a CNA to do it. You don't want a patient laying in their own crap in their own feces. I mean, could you imagine how your family member would feel? So just remember that you need to learn how to do it and you need to learn how to do it pretty effectively, safely, and efficiently. Um, another thing as well too, um, with your pharmacology class, um, some people it came really easy to, for me doing the dosages and calculations, I always hated math. Um, you know, you do the matrix and you figure out how to do conversions. Um, with certain, with uh, cert certain um, certain practices or certain specialties, you're going to be doing double verification, such as the pediatric medications. You're going to be doing double verification with your nurse, um, 
And you want to make sure you got that you got that down pat. I know some programs, if you don't pass with 100% on, um, like my program, if you don't pass with 100% on your pharmacology test, um, when you're testing out for it and you do the class, you do not advance and you get pushed back a cohort. Okay, you sort of just get stuck and left behind. So just focus on getting that done. Um, uh, when, as you're doing your clinical rotations, um, just remember you're going to experience bad preceptors, nurses who are jaded and just extremely tired. Um, and that's understandable. They're doing 12-hour shifts. They don't want to be slowed down. You know, do the best that you can and try to absorb as much as you can. Hopefully, you guys find a good nurse that's willing to teach. Um, me, myself, I, I like to, you know, I like to take on students. That's my thing. I, when I take on students and um, I take on uh, uh, students that I'm precepting that are doing their uh, their NP and all that, I, I don't mind. I actually like it. You know, as long as they are showing the initiative to learn and to help out and they want to know, then that's completely fine. I'll let you, you know, I'll, I'll give you as much information as you want. Okay. I'm not going to force it on you. Um, so hopefully you guys get a nurse that likes to teach or that likes to allow you to do certain things and procedures and go through the chart and all that good stuff. So you get the full experience of what it's like um, working as a nurse. So you're not just when you graduate, you're not just like getting your first job and just being feeling like you're thrown out into the wild. You can still use some of those techniques and those tactics. Um, now, the uh, some of the things that I tell um, that I tell some some of my friends that are doing the nursing course or their nursing, their RN, is I tell them, yo, you know, if you're gonna, you know, when you do the program, make sure at the same time that you are studying for the NCLEX, okay? And I know it's they're gonna tell you this in the program, you guys should be studying for the NCLEX, blah, 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 blah. Um, I, you know, I was overwhelmed. I was like, dude, I ain't going to study for that because I got to read my book. I don't have time to be messing around with questions and, and, and all this crap. Okay. Here's the thing. If you find the correct book, um, to study for the NCLEX and what I will recommend is that is what I use. And this is years ago is ATI. Okay. ATI, the more questions you do, and you, if you actually take the time to understand the rationale, when I mean, understand the rationale, I mean, taking the time to understand why they chose it, um, you're going to be you're going to be a step ahead of everyone else in your classes. Um, and the reason I say this is because a lot of the information that they give you for the practice tests on the NCLEX and the rationales that they give you are common nursing are, are very, very common nursing situations and scenarios. Um, in the past, uh, when I was when I was studying for my boards, I ended up doing the Hearst review. Okay, I'm not even kidding. When I say I did it, I didn't just like skim through it. Nah, dude, I straight did it. I did it with the lectures, um, with the worksheets, with the books. I did the Hearst review. I did the Ferrer review. Oh my gosh, I did the Kaplan review. And I can, I'll tell you right now, the Kaplan and the Saunders is complete utter bullshit. Okay, my opinion, you know, I'm not trying to discredit them or anything, but I didn't find them anywhere near as realistic as what the NCLEX was very similar to it and the stuff that they wanted to know that everyone tells me, Oh yeah, well, you know, with Kaplan review, the questions are harder, so you should be doing well on the test. Well, here's the problem with that. You're going to give someone a paragraph to read and 
you're going to have them critically think, right? Okay, that's cool. You're, you know, you're working out your mind. You're doing something a little bit tougher, right? It's, it's a little bit more reading, a little bit more tougher, more critical thinking. Well, dude, a lot of those, a lot of those, like, a lot of those questions, those format questions that they had on Kaplan were straight up stupid, dude. Uh, I know that there was one about a rug in the house, and they don't even talk about anything in the house except for mentioning the rug briefly. And it was like a freaking, like, two damn paragraphs, okay? Like a paragraph or two. And then at the very end, it asks you, what is the most important thing? And I'm like, yo, you just wasted how much of my time, you know, reading a damn essay to ask me a simple question about safety. And then um, I don't know if it's because I was like, hey, we're like, when we're doing the Kaplan review, um, I there were just so many errors in it. I don't know. ATI though was on point. I tell everyone this. Um, for me, it was on point. ATI, the questions were direct, um, to the point, rationale was offered, okay? And um, I felt that that was more, that was closer to the style of questions um, that you, uh, that I encountered um, on the NCLEX. Um, and it gave you all the information that you needed. It was just like uh, when I first had to take the T's, um, I got the ATI book. And when I took the T's, I studied the book. When I took the T's, um, I believe it was, at the time it was the T's five. Dude, it wasn't even that. Everything was in the book. You know what I mean? Everything was in the book. All you had to do was just read the book, but understand the content. Um, take the time to understand the content because that's what's going to bring it all together. That's going to that's gonna help you jog your memory. That's going to help you with your tests. That's going to help you during your practice, understanding the content, understanding the reasoning for it, okay? Um, you know, simple things like, you know, you're not going to start a medication without a doctor's order. You know, if a patient is going to vomit and, um, you know, your patient is vomiting and it's nonstop for like, and this is just a random question I'm making up, nonstop for like four hours and you're, you know, your concern is, and it'll, you know, get something stupid like one, it's, you know, it's, it's electrolyte imbalance. And then, and you want to start a bag of, um, of NS. And then another one's like, you know, immediately give them Zofran. Another one would be like, um, call the doctor. Okay. And then the last one would be something like, you know, elevate the head of the bed. <laughs> and then, strangely enough, you know, always think of it this way, least invasive to most invasive. And what can you do in your scope of practice as a nurse? So I'm assuming if that was a real question on the NCLEX, the first thing that I would do is I would elevate the head of the bed for the safety of the patient. Okay. You know, if the question doesn't ask for an assess first, you know, I would elevate, you know, cause I guess it's assuming that you already assessed, I would elevate the, um, I would elevate the head of the bed for the patient because it's patient safety. It's something in your scope. You can do that. You want to prevent anything else from putting them into danger, into harm's way. And then you want to go ahead and you want to continue with your assessment and what needs to be done. Okay. So that way you're not skipping a step. You're just imagine it like, um, like a tree, not the Kaplan tree. <laughs> uh, can't you tell I, I'm not a very a big fan of Kaplan. Um, uh, I think of it as like a, like a decision making uh, decision making process where you start with decisions that would be the most common and this is the way i thought about troubleshooting computers okay if i have a computer that is not turning on okay i'm pressing the button okay i and it's not turning on the first thing that i would do is i would not open the computer and check on the power supply 
the first thing I would do is I would check if it's if the if the plug is plugged into the computer because it's not getting power. Okay, what can be causing that? Um, the next thing that I would check is if it is plugged in. I'm gonna look at the other end. I'm gonna look to see if the other end is plugged into the wall. If it's plugged into the wall, then I know that there's power that's being sourced and it's being provided to um, to the device. Now I, now I get to figure out, you know, what can be causing it to not turn on. And then we get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, you know, but you want to start with the with the main stuff first. Okay. You don't want to skip any steps. Um, and this is how you tear some of the this is how you tear some of the reasoning out, or this is how you go about doing some of the reasoning on some of these questions and some of these tests and when you're about to decide on uh, on a plan of care. Um, and um, as I mentioned before, you're going to have a lot of anxiety, dude. Every single program has, you are going to get nothing. But if you went to a nursing school, if you did your RN and you did not at any point have extreme anxiety and weren't fearful or weren't really upset because you felt it was disorganized, et cetera, et cetera, dude, you, you went to like some insane unicorn school because I'll tell you right now that Every single program that I have ever gone in, been in, talked to people about when they went in their programs, we've all experienced frustration, okay? And, you know, don't take it out on, you know, just remember, don't take it out on the staff, don't take it out on the school. They're always having to adjust, make changes to, mean, to make sure that they're compliant with the boards. Now, when you're choosing a school, um, you're going to be looking at, everyone always says this, they always go, yeah, you know, I want to go to this school, the NCLEX pass rate is 100%. Yo, that doesn't mean shit, dude. That means zero, okay? It, to me, that means zero. To other people, they're like, oh, then my chances of passing are, are even greater. No, not really. Not exactly. So let's say you go to this school that has, um, a, this is just my way of thinking. Say you went to this school that has 100% on their NCLEX, right? They have 100% passing rate on their NCLEX. Um, and you go to this school. So you're doing their program. What makes you think that you're going to be part of that 100% because you went to that program? Nothing. It's the effort that you put in. They can try to prepare you as much as they can, but we all absorb information differently than others. That's what I was mentioning earlier. You know, don't feel discouraged. Um, find your way of studying. Find your technique into, um, into how you're going to approach each class. De-stress. Take time for yourself. Stay on track. Um, you know, I don't know if you're doing a four-year program, two-year program, but, you know, at any point, just remind yourself, you know, that, you know, you'll be able to finish and you'll be able to sit for the boards and boom, then you're set and you're done, okay? Um, and, you know, if, if you go to a school that has 100% pass rate, great, you know, cool. It has a good reputation. Their students are passing. But you got to remember that doesn't mean that you're going to pass. It doesn't mean you're understanding the material as great as someone else. You know, there's someone there's someone at another school out there that could be at a school that has a really crappy percentage of pass rate, okay? And they can score a lot higher than anyone on the test. It doesn't mean they're smarter than than other people. It just means that they were able to apply what they learned, even if they had teachers that were that didn't appear to be as on par as the ones that you've had. Because you got to remember that when you're in a nursing program, this isn't this isn't high school, okay? This isn't high school. So no one's going to sit there and no one is going to tell you 
you know, that you need to do this. This is on you. Okay. This is on you. It's just like when you go to college for the first time and you realize, you know, and like the universities, the UCs and all that, you know, a lot of the classes, you don't even have to be there. You know, you just have to be there to take the test and you're set, you know, turn in the work, take the test. You don't even have to be present. Okay. Because they expect you to know that already. So as you're, as you're in the program, remember that you will be responsible for your own education. You know, everyone needs to stop blaming the teachers and being like, Oh, they didn't tell me this, blah, 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 bro. That's why, have you ever seen a nursing school that didn't have a book? <laughs> that's why they give you a book, dude. That's up to you to understand that. That is, yeah, you know, we have so many resources, dude. We got, you know, back then, you know, there was like, there was no Google. <laughs> Shit. Do you guys remember when, uh, I don't know if anyone, if you guys are too young, but there was like only AOL back in the day websites were sort of non-existent because you couldn't just go to a www.com website. You clicked on an icon that said books and it brought you to an area of books that you can just click on and read. Okay. That's how simplistic it was. And then there were chat rooms. Okay. So now, you know, you have access to all this information. You have access to the internet, dude. You guys don't even have to go to a library anymore, man. All of this is online, which is, you know, it is, truly 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 a convenience dude um if you guys know what the dewey decimal system is and having to physically go into a library only to get there to realize that the book you needed for your assignment is already checked out and you have no idea what to do now then you know what i'm talking about okay it's the time and the effort that you put into your studying and you put into your work okay um you know i'm like if you were to, if, if you, if you don't take the time and effort and you have all these resources available to you and the teacher asks you to like write a paper, you know, I want you to, to, to discuss what hospice is and what the, what, what a nursing, what a nursing role is to the patient in a hospice clinical setting. And I want a 10 page paper report. No, you should be able to do that. You should be able to pull up a lot of information, just write about it, you know, and you can pull it from, you know, factual sites, not just like Wikipedia and all that. So you have the information at your fingertips. It's how much effort that you put in um, to achieve your goals. Okay. And I'm not saying this to be an ass or anything. You know, it's just, I hear people complain all the time and then they get to their, they get to their boards. Um, one example I want to say is at one point I had, um, this is a couple of years back. I had a student, super nice guy, very, very like, withdrawn very uh very to himself very shy um it was a student i'd always see him um doing rotations with his teacher all over the hospital okay i'm not gonna say the school he went to i'm not gonna say his name i'm not gonna identify any of that stuff um and then he needed a nurse to follow um and they were assigning just to students to nurses and i was like okay i'll go ahead and take them um well this guy he was um he was doing his last rotation with me or he was four months away from doing from finishing up. I believe he had two months with us. And then he had another, he had another uh, month or two with, uh, for his preceptorship for his leadership class. So he was ready to graduate with his RN. I asked the guy, Hey, you know what? Can you um, do me a big favor? Can you, can you run and um, grab me a uh, blood sugar from my patient? Um, I'll go with you. 
And he was like, you know, I was, I was trying to give him stuff to do. I was trying to keep him, you know, um, occupied, um, you know, trying to get him in the gist of the, the RN role. And so I was letting him lead the, lead the, um, uh, hold the reins. And I was just going to be there to just sort of guide him. And, you know, typical enough, he was very shy. He took the machine, he took the glucometer and he looked at me and he's like, I don't know what this is. And this is a very, very, very common glucometer. Um, you automatically right away, you have an idea of how it works. He didn't really know what a strip was, what the strip was for. Um, he said he's never taken a blood sugar before. Um, and he didn't know how to do it. Um, and it shocked me, you know, I wasn't upset or anything, you know, I wasn't making fun of him. I wasn't upset or anything. And, um, I was just like, yo, dude, how did you, you know, how did you get this far without, ever taking a blood sugar, man, you do this in your med surge. You know what I mean? Like that's, you know, you just prick the finger, you know, you, you just prick the finger, you take the blood sugar, you put in the glucometer and it takes the reading. You know, I understand if you didn't know how to use the device, but he had no idea what it was, what it was used for. Um, he wasn't even sure what the ranges were for, um, for the glucometer. And I was shocked. Um, so what I did rather than, you know, and he was embarrassed. Like he just was embarrassed that I asked him that. Um, but I didn't put him on blast. I didn't ask him directly, like, how do you not know? You know, it's just messed up. You never do that. So when he this guy was willing to learn. So I just showed it to him and I was like, oh yeah, you just do it like this. And then, you know, we sat down and I asked him, uh, to give me a list when we had some spare time. And I was like, Hey, you know what? Do you have any questions for me? You know, go ahead and just, you can, you can write them down. And when you see me again, um, if you think of him later on, you see me again, you know, feel free to ask me, you can stop me and you can ask me and I'll try to answer him as best I can. And then so um, the student, I thought he wasn't going to do that. And he ended up coming. He ended up finding me again. Um, he ended up finding me uh, like a week later. They floated him back to my unit. And um, he wasn't my student. He went with someone else. Um, but he walked up to me and he gave me a list. He actually gave me a list. He didn't read it off to me. He stopped me, gave me a list of all the questions he had. And there was there was a lot of stuff that was there that that he wasn't exactly sure about that was in that was in like the whole the med surge you know the med surge rotation you know it was like a lot of stuff relevant to that as well as um some questions regarding uh regarding his um regarding like fundamental stuff and i was like okay and so you know i sat down with him and i just went over a couple of things and i was giving him like tips and acronyms and how to remember this how to study for his boards you know, what I recommend. And uh, for him, I recommended to do the ATI review and I also, and to go over the questions, not just to memorize it um, because you can, anyone could memorize information, applying it, understanding it and understanding the reasoning behind it is what gets you, what gets you to the, to, to the most correct answer. And the reason I say that is because not all the answers that you come across seem to be the best answer. So I like to say, you know, what is the best answer? Um, and I told him to do the Hearst review. And for you guys out there that are probably, I don't know if you're going to stumble across this, but are far into your program. Um, if you feel that your basis for, um, for your lecture or for your um, didactic, if for your, like your class, your, your theory is not that strong in the understanding of, of um, like pathophysiology, um, electrolytes, um, if you feel that that's not strong, look into uh, the Hearst review. There's an older one. I know I've used it. I've used the Hearst review. It's an audio. 
Um, and it covers a lot of the basic stuff. They go over everything. You don't even have to do the worksheets, but it'll give you a better understanding if you feel that it, your, your um, fundamentals and your theory was not strong enough you know, at the point of where you are in your program. Um, so I definitely recommend doing the Hearst review if you need to strengthen that for um, practicing for the boards. I don't know if it's still the same now because I heard from people that they started adding like an essay portion on the boards. I don't know how true that is. Um, but I mean, if you have to do like a case study, I don't know how true that is. Um, but if they do have you do that, that's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but um, the ATI review was the best review that I've had. I know now people are mentioning stuff like Nursing World and and their practice questions. Uh, I've seen some of the practice questions that um, that students would show me saying, oh, yeah, I'm doing Nursing World. And, you know, it's so good. And I've read some of their practice questions. Their format actually looks very, very, very similar to um, to uh, to the ATI questions. So, you know, I'm, I don't want to recommend it because I've never used it. But, um, you know, just from what people say, um, they say it's a good um, nursing world is legit. Um, but, you know, like I said, it depends on your motivation, your tactics for studying. Um, and, you know, it's everyone's going to come across this situation where they're all going to say, you know, I don't have time for that. I can't do this. I have to, you know, I have to feed my kids. I have to go to work. I have to, you know, I have to babysit. I got to do Yo, you can do anything you want. You know, you just got to remember that there's always going to be sacrifice. Yeah. You have to sacrifice something for another thing. Um, you know, nothing comes free. Um, so if you guys have that in your mindset and you're motivated, you have a strong emotional support network and you have your ducks all lined up in a row and you really want to get it done. Believe me, you guys will be, you guys are on the path to doing some nursing um, and having it done and being able to sit for your boards um but i know this went on for a while i'm so sorry you guys um i had a long day at work today um i didn't finish i think i did like a 15 hour shift but anyways um you guys have a great night um hopefully everyone's doing well and everyone be safe